This is All Things Considered on NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. More than half of the members of Governor Chris Sununu's Advisory Council on Diversity and Inclusion announced their resignations today. This follows the passage of a new state budget that put restrictions on teaching and trainings on topics like structural racism and sexism. In their resignation letter to Sununu, the Diversity Council members say the new state policy goes directly against the council's stated purpose to combat discrimination and advance diversity and inclusion. Dr. Dottie Morris is the Associate Vice President for Institutional Diversity and Equity at Keene State College and former Vice Chair of the Council. She resigned along with nine other members today. Dottie, thank you very much for speaking with me. Thank you very much for having me. Dottie, uh, you and other members of the committee have been expressing concerns about this policy for some time. Uh, What were those concerns and, and what came of your efforts to express them to the governor? Uh, Yes, the main concerns was the impact that this measure would have on some of the work that had already been put into place uh, based on some of the work that we uh, had done over the years. Uh, And we were concerned that it would interfere with the capacity for organizations to to carry out some of that work, especially as it relates to training and education, because uh, in our listening sessions throughout the state, uh, it was very clear uh, that there was a need to provide additional information, have some conversations within communities, within organizations about issues of equity and diversity. And so we were just concerned about the impact that this will have, would have on that progress or on where we felt like we needed to go as a, a state in order to uh, heal from some of the wounds uh, that people were telling us that they were experiencing. And when you expressed concerns about the language, uh, both the language that appeared in the House and then later the language in the Senate, was there a response? Was there a back and forth uh, between you and, and, and the governor? No, there was not a back and forth. And I think that uh, that was the part that was uh, kind of uh, disappointing because we saw ourselves as an advisory group. And so uh, we thought that we could work with the governor um, in order to come up with a, a, you know, a, a resolution um, of some sort, once again, on behalf of the citizens of New Hampshire. And now the governor has signed the budget making this law. What do you think this is going to mean for the future of diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts in New Hampshire? Well, I think there's enough confusion around it, uh, Peter, uh, that it's enough to make people think twice about before they speak. And I think that that's the sad part. You know, I mean, I keep, you know, even in my own heart, uh, I had to sit a long time with myself to figure out what to do. And I'm not angry. I'm just, I feel so sad that we we might be potentially missing an opportunity uh, to allow us to work through some, like I said, some of the pain from the past in order to have a brighter future. You resigned your, your seat on the on the advisory council along with nine others. I won't ask you to speak for the other nine folks, but uh, why did you decide to leave, And uh, especially given, you know, you could leave and make a statement like this, uh, or you could stay on the council and, and continue to, to push back against these uh, or similar efforts. Why did you decide to leave as opposed to stay on the council and continue to push back? One of the things I want to make just uh, clear, that the work will not stop. It'll have to be through another avenue. So I just want to put that on there. So if there will be continued work in this area, continue to push back on some of this. It will be through other avenues. Um, 
and avenues that uh, could be potentially even more effective. Uh, the reason that, um, you know, in, in searching my heart uh, uh, is, and, and why I stepped down was uh, the more we tried to approach to advise, uh, it, it, it went unacknowledged in a way that it, it didn't feel like this was an effective way to make some of those changes. The governor says the resignations are a political move by the ACLU. What's your response to that? I mean, I read that and um, I was just really confused. That was just such a, I, I don't know, it was such a leap. I, I don't know how, I'm speechless. I, let me just put it that way. Because uh, the people who resigned, as you can see, it was a wide range of, of people who resigned with their own minds and own hearts and souls and not connected to the ACLU. And they have to answer to themselves and their own conscience. And it wasn't political. It was about what is best for the people of New Hampshire, the people that entrusted us again with their stories and expected us to take action. And if you notice that of the people who resign, several of us are represent some of those identities, those underrepresented identities. So we didn't do this for political reasons. We did it because we felt that we had to take an action to demonstrate that we would not let certain voices be silenced. You and your colleagues mentioned the hundreds of hours you spent speaking with New Hampshire residents about issues around diversity, equity, and inclusion. From what you learned from those conversations in particular, what do you think the state should be doing to address these issues? Um, So one of the things that we heard over and over and over again, it's consistent. You could look at the raw data on the website. It's there. Uh, was that people wanted people to be educated. They felt like a lot of the tensions that we have in the state or a lot of the actions uh, were a a product of people not knowing other people who were different from them. And it created this situation where people continued to other each other. And so they felt like uh, most of the people who attended um, felt that we needed to have more conversations and opportunities to engage across our social identities in order for us to learn more about each other, in order for us to be able to care for each other in a way that's important for us to develop a a kind of society that we all wanna be proud to live in. And so that came over and over again. So the opportunity to have some of the conversations, though they may be painful, um, um, that we have these cross race, cross gender, cross-sexual orientation, we have to have that opportunity to say certain things about what has taken place in the past and how it's having an impact on the way that we currently live in order to plan for our future. The governor's office says he's already working on finding replacements to fill the seats that are now vacant. Have you given any thought to the kind of person you hope will, will fill your seat? I really hope that it's someone who will continue to represent the voices of a wide range of people living in New Hampshire. Dr. Dottie Morris is the Associate Vice President for Institutional Diversity and Equity at Keene State College and former Vice Chair of the Governor's Council on Diversity and Inclusion. Thank you very much for speaking with me. Thank you very much. And to find more on the passage of the state budget, visit NHPR.org. This is All Things Considered on NHPR.